David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-Minute Half-Hour Show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we have another great episode for you today. Really excited for today's guest, not only a stand-up comedian, but also a fellow broadcaster. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. Remember to follow us on Instagram, DC 30-Minute Half-Hour Show, and email the show, DC 30-Minute Half-Hour at gmail.com. We also have some great voicemails to play on the show today, or at least one great voicemail. We're getting some great emails coming in on the show. We have an update on the gas cap criminal later in the show. Not necessarily an update, but a surprising turn of events. I did get a haircut. Some people on the video are going to notice that right away. Did get a haircut this week. Very excited about that. Send me an email, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Your opinion on this haircut. Of course, we just got it way short. Anybody in Manhattan, Kansas this week that's going to arts in the park. Unfortunately, you won't see me there. I will not be making it this year. Um, So if you're looking forward to catching me, not going to be at this year's arts in the park, at least not the first week of it. Got a great show for you today. But before we start the show, of course, color of the day. Color of the day today, vermilion. Vermilion is a pigment most often used between antiquity and the 19th century from the powdered mineral cinnabar. It is synonymous with red-orange, but is 11% brighter. Today's color of the day, vermilion. Today's sponsor of the show, I'm very excited. A great sponsor, another sponsor from that Manhattan, Kansas area, Sugar Galaxy, your go-to candy store right here in Manhattan, Kansas. Craving a sugar rush that's out of this world? Look no further than Sugar Galaxy. From nostalgic classics to cosmic confections, Sugar Galaxy has a stellar selection of treats for every taste. Don't miss out on this mouthwatering opportunity. Visit Sugar Galaxy today and let your taste buds blast off into a world of sugarly bliss. Located at 200 Manhattan Town Square, of course, in Manhattan, Kansas. Thank you, Sugar Galaxy, for sponsoring the show today. Our guest today, very excited, like I said, a fellow broadcaster. Our guest today is a comedian and podcaster. I should be saying podcaster. Located in Davenport, Iowa, he's known as a great host on and off the stage, performing at fantastic venues such as the Buffalo Community Center and Yoshi's Bar. His podcast, Modern Day Overthinker, has featured amazing guests, not only hilarious guests you know from David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show such as Austin Ingalls, Zach Vaughn, and Carson Tuttle, but also thought-provoking guests like Liv Caro a full-time therapist and president of Quad City Harm Reduction, Brandon Scott, owner of Culture Shock Barbershop in Davenport, Iowa, and many more. Please welcome to the show, make some noise for our amazing guest, Colin Strajak. Welcome to the show, Colin. Glad to be here, man. Thanks so much for coming in today. Your name's Colin. My last name is Collins. Yeah. Correlation. What's with that? Isn't that something? It is something. How did you get into broadcasting? What got you to starting a podcast? I'm not sure if you know this about me. Of course, I've been doing radio since I was 18. I started initially when I was going to Kansas State University in Manhattan, Kansas. Shout out KSDB. And I started radio there. It was new to me at the time, but I found it very quickly. I loved being a broadcaster. And that's kind of what led me to being a podcaster today. How did you get into podcasting? Uh, A similar experience. How long have you been podcasting? I've been podcasting for about four years now. Four years. Yeah, four years. I started out, I like writing and I was doing a blog. 
that's a writing. So a lot of people I hear, they often, of course, I come from radio. So we're looking more for like a morning theme. It's a lot of spontaneous. We get voicemails and emails and call-ins mm-hmm. coming in. We try to play games. Do you write and script your show? I would tell you if you do, it's very impressive. I listen to the show, you would not know. No, I do not script the show. That's the thing. I was doing blog posts and I wanted to get some type of awareness going for mental health. And I felt like doing the podcast was a better avenue and I could reach more people doing it. Yeah, that's an admirable thing to do. It's certainly getting a wide variety of guests. So I'm sure that means you have a wide variety of listeners. That's great. What do you think makes a good host of the show? And I want to talk a little bit later, too, because I've heard you're a great host of comedy shows also. And we've talked to some other comedians that love to host shows and are known as great hosts. So we want to get your opinion on that. But what do you think makes a good host for your type of podcast? Don't over don't over talk. Don't say a bunch of bunch of me. Well, you certainly things. do a lot that it's, you really do take a lot of time just letting your guests get into those subjects on yes. your show. Yeah. Doing a lot more listening and kind of steering the conversation the best you can and just making sure things are going smoothly. That's another bold look. That's interesting. I love to talk about that conversation about steering the ship. That sound though means it's time for our first game. I'm not sure if anybody's okay. let you know. We do play games on this show. It's okay. going to be a fun one. This one's a bit movie themed. Our first game is called Don't Judge a Movie by Its Review. Ooh, so okay. we're gonna be li- we're gonna be reading off some one star movie reviews, and by those reviews, you're gonna have to guess what movie they're talking about. Okay. Colin, are you ready to play? Don't judge a movie by its review. Do it. All right. Now I'm a little hesitant. I'm not sure. We didn't give clues the last time we played this game, and they did pretty well. So, but we do have a couple of reviews. So the first review for this first movie, round one. The segment that they build the plot upon, which involves Libyans, is racist. Such negative representations are malicious and alienate hundreds of millions of people around the world, and further marginalize Americans who have roots in the Middle East. This approach must stop, and it doesn't serve but those with an agenda. They're a little fired up, maybe a controversial movie, maybe we'll narrow it down with this second review. What the hell is wrong with this film? I mean, time travel... Time, travel, ha, logically flawed, scientifically impossible, violates the second rule of thermodynamics. Wow. All right, Colin. Well, we got a couple of reviews there. Apparently, there's a scene with a group of Libyans. Okay. I'm not sure about that. And of course, the movie involves time travel. What movie might that be? I... After the first review, I thought I might have had it, but the second review, I have no idea. The time travel part threw me off. It was Back to the Future, 1985's Back to the Future. And you tell me, I don't recall a, a, a scene with a group of Libyans. Neither do I. I'm not sure where they got that. It must have just been a little quick thing, but that's all right. Maybe too obscure. We'll try with this second weird. round here. That was a weird review. A very strange review. Both of them are weird. Hopefully they're not saying as weird. Unless it's fun, maybe we want them to stay weird. Yeah. yeah. Round two of Don't Judge a Movie by its Review. It is an okay movie. I thought it was a bit draggy. The main character's best friends could have been better cast since the actors who were cast in those two roles were rather boring. This movie, in general, not entertaining. Hmm. All right, so we got a character with friends there. Let's try the second review. The main character is an unlikable character who dishonored his loving parents, lied to them cunningly, and used his willy craftiness to flunk school semester. He blackmailed his friend who was ill to come over and stole 
his friend, dad, car. Horrible protagonist. Well, I don't want to be a judge alongside, but I got to say horrible grammar. Yeah. That's all right. So we have a cast that involves friends. Apparently he's deceiving his parents there. A not likable protagonist. Do you have any idea what that movie might be? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's right. Correct. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You nailed that one. That's great. We're back on track here. Let's go ahead and jump into round three. Do you like this game? I do. That's a good, and that's a good movie too. I don't know why anyone would rip on that movie. I'm not sure. It's my favorite Christmas movie. I'm not sure why anybody would rip on that movie either. Let's drive into round three here. Have you ever watched an extremely unnecessary sequel and thought, what a crock of feces? This is one of them. It doesn't add any value to the franchise. It should have been left alone. Totally not recommended. A waste of time and money. So we know it's a movie that has some sequels there. Let's try the second review. Horrible. Don't waste a penny on this. Woke culture. No Larry Fishburne. Writing is terrible. I watched all films on opening day in theaters. This was my biggest regret. OMG. Now, one thing I do notice here, not a lot of clues on what this movie might be here. A very controversial movie, though, apparently by the fans, and it has a few different, and we know the sequel is not a favorite. What might that be? (sighs) Sequel. Do we know how old it is or no? We don't know that either. Unfortunately, you are out of time. If I told you it was made in the late 90s, what do you think? Still nothing. It was The Matrix. The Matrix. Uh, we have some extremely unfavorable reviews of The Matrix there. I've actually only seen the first one, so I'm not a big fan of sequels. I see. Are you a big movie fan? I am a movie fan, but I'm not a good... I, I don't like sequels. We much. had Austin Ingalls on the show. He's big a, fan of Austin Ingalls. Big a big fan. cinephile. Yeah. A lot of people have called him that. Yeah. You're listening to... David Colin. 30 minutes. Show with David Colin. Listen to work. For anybody just tuning in, you're listening to David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. Our guest today, Colin Strajak, great to have, and we're just about to get into learning a little bit about his show here. I've been listening to, I wanted to talk about this first subject, though, I thought we might, because I was listening to my old radio station, 105 K-Rock, sometimes I like to listen to Steve G. I was listening to him. He's taking calls about people taking summer jobs. Did you have a summer job when you were a kid? Uh, I had the same job. Usually. I worked at Best Buy, so I worked there all year round. Even as a teenager, you're working at Best Buy. And that's the kind of calls that they were taking and having people call in. And if anybody else wants to participate, definitely send me, tell me what you were doing in your summer job. Send them to dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. But something that caught my ear, for one, there was a familiar voice that we're going to get into in just a second. But I noticed that they seemed to be people, maybe even people working at the radio station that were calling in, because he seemed to be people that he talked to on a daily basis. Let's take a little listen to this clip. Okay. Great answer, yep. as usual. Have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, buddy. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you, as usual, for the phone call. We'll talk to you tomorrow, all right? Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Great answer, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, have a good one. See you, buddy. So at least since I've left, it sounds like their originality has really gone downhill. I'm not yeah. sure what's going on at the station. It's great to know we might have more people listening and interacting with the show, sending in those voicemails than they even do at that old station. A good sign, certainly. Mm-hmm. But one thing that caught my ear there, a familiar voice. A lot of people are going to recognize this voice at home. Fortunately, Dave G just went ahead and hung up on this caller, and I'm glad he did because I'm about to do the same if I ever have to talk to this guy again. But let's just take a little listen. 1015 K Rock, what's up? Hello? 
Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, no. Were you dial tone back in the day? <laughs> oh, during the summer, I, I was... So if you didn't catch that, of course, that was the gas cap criminal apparently is now moving his antics back over to 1015K Rock. At least he's off my back, but it was interesting to hear that the gas cap criminal um, is somebody who's kind of been harassing the show. Oh. Most recently, he's, he's currently the Hartford Police Department has a warrant out for his arrest uh, for involuntary manslaughter. We had a surprise co-host that was going to come on the show and he actually was kidnapped. This was after an incident where he had stolen my gas cap. This guy just can't help but get his hands into other people's business. It's really what I'm trying to get at. And it was interesting hearing him trying to call into that radio station there. Yeah, I'm up on quick. He got hung up on quick, so maybe he has a history there. I haven't heard that, but I'm not always listening to that morning show, of course. But Dave G, they posted on the Facebook talking about this subject, and I thought it was a fun subject to talk about. For today's Ask a K-Rocker, we want to know, how did you spend your summers back in the day? Hanging out poolside with nothing to worry about? Making bank at your summer job? Maybe you had some catching up to do and had to go to summer school. Whatever it was, let us know. That's how they're trying to get their interaction there. But those are good questions. You were working at Best Buy. Were yeah, you spending was... all your time working at Best Buy? Is that a good money-making endeavor? Uh, I spent a good amount of time there. But no, I'd also... My friend uh, had a neighborhood pool that we could get into. So we did a lot of swimming and stuff. And uh... That's great. You must be tired of looking at screens all day. You want to get outside after work? Yeah. Being stuck inside all day during the summer is A little fun. different for me. I grew up working at an ice cream parlor. Oh, okay. An ice cream parlor. It actually had just opened there in 2011 when I was 16. And it might be a little late to start working, but that's when I started working at that ice cream parlor. And it was a great adventure for me. And it's fun. You know, unlike looking at a screen, you never get tired of ice cream. That's a good point. But let's talk a little more about your show here. Uh, I did actually, I was listening to a lot of your show and I almost, I almost wanted to compare you to these Howard Stern-like qualities of being able to pull people, pull things out of people in an interview. You know, he was best known for maybe talking to Paul McCartney and getting to talk about having sex with his new wife or the amount of sex that he doesn't need to have anymore as an adult, which was different, which was an interesting conversation to hear from a former heartthrob of the Beatles. And that's a famous interview with Howard Stern. And I had a couple of examples here of you kind of pulling these bits of information from your guests and i thought we'd take a little listen there and i had a follow-up question about that after we okay. hear these clips you know my drink was getting pretty out of control so i was three months sober because i did some uh i did some reckless shit i ended up sleeping with a buddy's wife in my truck outside this bar like a couple days after they broke up piss hammered the next night i got so drunk and i went up and told him and i woke up in the back of my truck on a random county highway and i was like yep i'm not doing this so at this point, I, I'm, I'm completely rebuffed. You know, I, I made this giant move. I had already worked and lost two jobs. I'm now cash poor. I'm broke. I'm just the lowest I've ever been. I feel like a complete failure. Be completely vulnerable, and I wasn't able to make deep connections with people, and I wasn't able to have compassion for people, and I didn't, I didn't think that that other people liked me or loved me because I didn't love myself. So how could anybody else like me? First of all, that deep, yeah. congratulations deep, deep. on these interviews. And that's a really, you're taking these people that are usually very fun-loving and jovial people, and you're getting into these deep subjects. Of course, unlike Howard Stern, I wouldn't describe this as a comedy-based show of even no. all the guests. Uh, many of the guests are loosely linked to comedy there. How would you describe your show? We had Ben Woodfield on the show. He is a host, of course, of Ben's Fellas. 
recently changed the name, like so many of our guests, they changed the name of their show for no, no solid reasoning, at least from my perspective. And now I'm not sure how I'm supposed to plug that show, but I we had Ben Woodfield no. on the show. I compared it to like a fighter and the kid mixed with Joe Rogan, where he has all these people in there. How would you describe your podcast? So we like to have conversations about things that don't get talked about enough. Mental health is a big one and just what's going on in people's lives and what they struggle with and what they've overcame. And Any specific aspects of that? Because you were nice enough to invite me into your home here today. And one thing that I noticed very quickly, you have a, a coaster on the table here and it says Sober AF. Yeah. How long have you been sober? Uh, coming up on six years. Yeah. So I really got focused on my mental health. Once I did get sober, I was uh, always knew I had issues with... Uh, with mental health, depression, anxiety, things like that. And I just never got a chance to really approach that without substances involved. And I've kind of dove into that. And I like hearing other people's stories about what they've overcame and what they're dealing with as well. Certainly. And you pull a lot of those stories out of there. I noticed on one of those clips, uh, not, on, not on one of these clips, I noticed on one of your episodes, you had mentioned that you were sitting with that individual for more than three hours during that, but still when you put it out, you put it out as about a, an hour to a 90 minute product. What's the reasoning for that there? Uh, well, I've noticed listeners have, as far as from feedback that I've gotten, they like to hear episodes that are shorter in length, uh, which I think your uh, your show is like, as a great length for people. people well, I appreciate that. People say that about the shows and I'm not exactly sure. You're coming up on the 60th episode and that's what I wanted to kind of bring up because the person that in the podcasting space that everybody is competing with is Joe Rogan who has gone ahead and just done three to four hour episodes and is not at all impeded by, by that attention yeah. span blockage there. But I certainly understand maybe if you're talking about heavier subjects, then you want to make sure that you're, you're getting you're giving the listeners a break and making sure that you're not taking advantage of the time they're giving you. I guess those heavier subjects could be. He's got a dedicated audience that I don't have yet. He's on another level of podcasting that that uh, I'm not quite there yet. So that's true. Well, maybe it just takes time there. Hopefully we're already into that four years there. I wanted to ask this, and I think it's a fascinating question, and I love to ask this to anybody who's a comic. Of course, you do stand-up comedy also. Mm -hmm. How do you write your material? Randomly, it comes to mind, and I have to make sure... I have thoughts and I have ideas, and I just need to make sure I write them down. Do you use a notepad? I use a notepad, or if I'm... A lot of my ideas have come in the car, so I have to do like a voice record, so I don't, you know... Do you car. listen to it back yeah. later to it? You're yeah. not not even moving to text or voice to text. You're just going straight record it and listen to it straight later. Straight record it because the voice to text doesn't always depict exactly. What that's I fascinating, say. and that's an example that we haven't heard at all from anybody else. So that's great that you would share that. The so voice many, memos, yeah. exactly, and the the whether it's on your phone or on a notepad, it's a very controversial subject, Getting and we never can head. find anybody that can agree there. Very interesting. Of course, that sound means it's time for our second game. Our second game today is a brand new game. It's HBO, Showtime, or Both Time. We're going to play two theme songs. For a moment, they're going to be overlaid over top of each other, and then you'll get a moment to hear them separately, and you'll have to buy the sound of these theme songs, say, are they both theme songs from an HBO show, both theme songs from Showtime, or separate, one of each? Okay. Are you ready to play HBO, Showtime, or Both Time? Yeah. I know more HBO than Showtime, but we'll see. Perfect. Well, we'll see what it ends up being here. Should be a tough game, but I, ha I have a lot of confidence in you. Let's go ahead and jump into round one. Your mama always said you'd be 
go ahead and just say it right away. That way it's not here. Well, however you'd like. Of course, those were both the theme songs, two different theme songs. Okay. And one was one was possibly HBO and Showtime, and the other one possibly HBO or Showtime. What do you think those theme songs might have been? Well, the first one was HBO, because it's Sopranos. I don't know what the other one was, so I'll go HBO as well. I don't know. Great job. That second one was Boardwalk Empire. Ah. Boardwalk Empire. Somewhat recognizable theme yeah. song, but that's great. We're right on track there. You're doing great with these games. We might have to bring you back and compete with somebody else who's done so well in some of these battle. games. Yeah. 100%. Let's jump into round two here. Round two. Definitely a little trickier there. Of course, Sopranos gives it away with the HBO on that first one, but this second one here, what do you think that might be? HBO, Showtime, or a mix of both? The first one I'm guessing is Showtime, the second one HBO, but I don't, that's, it's just a guess. Your guess was a mix of both. In fact, it was the opposite though. HBO Six Feet Under, okay. and then that second theme song with the words that was Shameless. Showtime, of course, okay. Shameless, American Shameless, certainly, but that's great. 100% on this game. I thought this game was going to be much harder. And if anybody else is doing well that was in this a game, guess. please let me know. DC30MinuteHalfHour at gmail.com. Let's jump into round three here. Round three. Boy, I think I heard AI put out that song recently. I'm not really sure what we were listening there for a moment. Yeah. But go ahead and take a guess, or if you know one of those, walk me through. Do you Did you recognize any of those? Any familiar thing? Did you expect to hear an HBO logo after or before any of them? Uh, the second one honestly sounded like SVU, but it can't be SVU, because I don't think SVU is on either of those networks. So I'm lost at both of those. So I maybe... Unfortunately, you are out of time, yeah. but... What do you think he would have guessed if he didn't run out of time there? I would have had to just guess both Showtime. Both Showtime would have been incorrect anyway. Okay. The first one, Chernobyl, HBO. Okay. Second one, Showtime's Homeland. Homeland. I've heard good things. Never watched it. A tough one. Did you like that game? Yeah. Not an easy game there. Not easy at all. Very unique game though. I like that. What are you doing? I'm emailing David Collins. And that sound means, of course, it's time for David Collins' call-ins and emails. Didn't get too many call-ins or anything that we really wanted to listen to on the show. We have something from Dan in a little bit that's going to segue well into world news. But we did a couple of emails that came in. Uh, of course, some people were sending in their scores from last week's game, and I appreciate that. Keep doing that. A lot of people did great on our We Played a Game Finish the Line Jerry Springer edition. Ooh. And got a lot of people writing in wanting to let us know what they got correct. R.I.P. We got an email from Debbie from Naperville, Debbie in Naperville, and she just sent us an email. She wanted us to have an announcement about how important it was to wear a seatbelt now that we're kind of getting into the summer season, and I guess that is important. It's usually something that you would be hearing on the radio. An interesting email to send, though. Thank you, Debbie from Naperville. And we also received an email from Francis from Ogden. Francis wrote, hey, David. 
I was wondering if you could get any of the DJs from 101.5 K-Rock on your show. Loving the podcast. Thanks. Well, Francis, we did mention this at a, on another episode. Um, unfortunately, I'm apparently on a, a some sort of do not mind list over there. We were communicating a little bit with uh, a, a former coworker of mine, but that they put the kibosh on that. So if anybody wants to call into the show and, and try to get that started, but it's kind of out of my hands at this point. It's too bad. March 23rd was National Taffy Day. Did you know that? And I'm not. That's my, that's my birthday. Happy birthday. It was a lot of people's birthdays. It's actually Zach Vaughn's birthday, host of Slice of Life. Today, also, a lot of birthdays this week. Last week was Dan's birthday, and we talked about that on the show. Um, but it was National Taffy Day this week. So we oh, thought it'd be you fun. Said May, 23rd, May 23rd. My birthday's March 23rd. Sorry. I see. I did mean that. May 23rd. Might have said March 23rd, but National Taffy Day was this week. Awesome. So we thought Love it'd be. Taffy. We thought it'd be a good idea to send somebody, and Dan was nice enough to do it for us. We decided to send Dan over to Iowa City to Iowa City's Sweets and Treats. It's a candy store there, and I thought it'd be nice to talk to some of the people there ordering taffy. Um, well, let's just let's just go ahead and listen to that call here, and we'll talk about it. Okay. Hey there, David. Uh, Dan here. I am outside the Sweets and Treats here in Iowa City. They actually closed um, before I got here, unfortunately. They close at 5, I guess. Uh, but I see inside, it looks like they got a few different types of taffy. So if anyone listening is near Iowa City this week and wants to stop in to Sweets and Treats to celebrate National Taffy Day, this is the place to be. Back to you, David. And thank you for doing that, Dan. Unfortunately, like he said, uh, they do close at 5, which is a little strange. So yeah. we're not able to get somebody out there in time. It would have been nice if anybody on the team would have checked that out and done a little research ahead of time, but who could have expected that would have come up? Thanks also, Dan. And of course, they did have a variety of taffy, he said, so that's great for the day, at least. You know Dan McCullough. I do know Dan. Love Dan. Some people call him the pride of Dubuque. Oh. And that's how it means it's time for my favorite segment, World News with David Collins. We have a variety of stories to talk about today, a few things that I want to catch up on here, mostly fun stories. Uh... Let's go ahead and just jump into this first one here. Do you have any news stories on the top of your mind that you've been thinking about this week? The American dollar is uh, not doing well. That's what I've heard. I keep hearing that, but I don't know how true that is. I, I feel the same way. They say that every year. You know, one of these days they're going to say the government is closing, and then the next day it'll be back open. I try not to pay attention to yeah. too much of that negativity, of course, Agreed. but it's hard to avoid this week in the news. Of course, Tina Turner died at age 83. Big one. Impossible to avoid. Hopefully none of these reporters reporting on it said anything too embarrassing and caused her to be Tina turning in her grave. Whoa, yeah. I need that. Did you hear about this? 18 victims of salmonella poisoning as a result of eating Papa John's, or Papa Murphy's, excuse me, don't want any lawsuits there, Papa Murphy's raw cookie dough. Did you hear this? I did not hear about that. Well, I thought it was interesting. 18 is salmonella. Only two people have even been hospitalized. It didn't seem like it was that big of a deal, but... I'm a big fan of pranks, and I don't think I've heard the word salmonella. And so, We used to do this old phone prank where we would call a bar or a restaurant and say, I'm looking for a Sal, and they, would, they might yell Sal, or they might say, and you would say, what's their last name? Manila. And then they would go around looking for a Sal Manila. It's a great prank. Oh. We might have to bring that back on in this show, That's actually. Like that would that. not be a bad prank. In Yellowstone this week, a baby bison was euthanized after being handled by a Yellowstone guest. It was rejected by the herd, and the, they had to euthanize it. Now, right away, of course, you think, what kind of idiot messes with the bison? But apparently, 
This bison was stuck getting out of a river. And this man jumped in the river and got him up off the ledge. Didn't matter, though, was not able to save that bison. Mm. Rangers made multiple attempts to reunite the calf with the herd after the bald man between the ages of 40 and 50 assisted the calf getting out of the river. He could be charged with a small amount of jail time and up to a $5,000 fine. You are an idiot! <laughs> and that's why I probably say this at nauseum. Just don't touch the wild animals. Yeah. It's a, it's a saying of mine. Certainly, I said it before. Kurt Cobain's guitar, broken guitar, sells for nearly $600,000. I was surprised to see this in the news. Would you pay, let's say I give you $50 million right now. What would you pay for that guitar? I don't know if I'd pay $600,000 for a guitar. I don't know if I could justify it. I mean, that's a good, I would have a lot of money, but also I know people that you have money and you want to keep your money you got to spend it wisely you got to spend you got to spend it wisely you got to spend money to make money maybe yeah. you spend some of that money you get two guitars after it but let's go ahead and jump we see that sound of course means it's time for game three our last game today this is a fun game we've also played this before name the imposter we're going to go through four names of individuals and you'll have to identify what kind of groups those people are from and you're going to have to pick out which one of those four doesn't fit with the group Name the imposter. We'll start with round one. Tim Allen, Mark Wahlberg, Joe Rogan, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo doesn't fit there. Tim Allen, Mark Wahlberg, Joe Rogan, Danny Trejo. You think it's Danny Trejo? Walk me through. What do you think that Danny Trejo sticks out there? Uh, Danny Trejo's not white, is he? I think that's... Uh... And this, uh, we had a similar guest that only thought along those lines, too. Actually, this is Joe Rogan. All of these celebrities have served time in prison. Ah, yeah. Joe Rogan. That's okay. We'll jump into round two. Not the best start, but you've done so well on these games. I'm sure you're going to turn it around. Yeah. Round two. Do you know your history? You strike Someone. me as somebody who Someone. reads some history books there. Let's try this one. James Garfield, Abraham Lincoln, William H. Taft, John F. Kennedy. We have four presidents there, Garfield, Lincoln, Taft, and Kennedy. Which one of those names might stick out to you there, of course? Two of them have a lot in common. Yeah. Maybe Kennedy? That's wrong. The, all of these presidents had assassination attempts, but William H. Taft was never shot. All of these other presidents were shot at the end of the day. William H. Taft never had a bullet go through him, at least while not serving in office. Didn't really verify outside of office he might have uh -huh. taken a bullet a lot of these okay. presidents especially at that time had a lot of bullets taken prior to just being an adult i was reading a little bit about world war one did you hear about world war one i've heard about it very violent speaking of though let's jump into round three fat man little boy Shadowfire x9 daisy cutter <laughs> these like screen names fat man little boy Shadowfire X9 and Daisy Cutter. If I was on Xbox, these would be good names to choose from, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think that's what we're going for here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know on that one. That one's too <laughs> tricky for me. These are all famous bombs in history. Oh. Fat Man and Little Boy, of course, with the, were nuclear bombs. Okay. Daisy Cutter. I'm not exactly sure where Daisy Cutter comes with. I'll have to follow up. Anybody who knows the history of Daisy Cutter, the bomb Daisy Cutter, Please email the show, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Of course, Shadowfire X9, just made up. Not a real bomb at uh, all. So that's the 
That's the one. But that's all right. That was Name the Imposter. What do you think was your favorite game out of all these games today? I would say... I think the, the coolest one was the... I like the reviews. I think the reviews. That's great. You know, and it's good for fans of movies that listen. I think that's probably gets the most engagement too. So that's good to hear. Do you have anything we didn't get to ask earlier? One of those games that interrupted us. Do you have anything to plug, of course, besides the podcast? Modern Day Overthinker, a great show. Yeah, Modern Day Overthinker or yeah, my comedy page, C Strajack, Colin Strajack, C Strajack Comedy.com. And you do have a website. Yep. I want just a link tree. It just goes to a link tree that has everything you need to Perfect. Well, thank you so much again for doing the show. We really appreciate it. Hopefully we can give you a little bit of bump there on that show. And maybe some of those listeners will come over here. Yeah. I think it would be a good, we'd be, this show might make a great palate cleanser after listening to such a heavy subject. You want to kind of lighten up, catch up on the news. This would make a great after show for somebody listening to Modern Day Overthinker. Yeah, I agree. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.